0: Okay, y'all, I know I've been MIA for the last couple of weeks and I know I told you that I wasn't going to do that. But you know what? Shit fucking happens. And when I tell you shit fucking has been happening in my life. Yeah, so I went through getting into a car accident that I actually got closer to God with because I really thought y'all lost me, mate. I really thought that I was gone. I thought shit was clipped for me. Like my car, if you see it, it looks like a fucking uh what do you call those shits accordion the whole front is smashed, and my car is fucking totaled um, a big shout out to car insurance for no fucking thing cause they don't help at all um I mean, they paid off the loan for my car, but yeah, your girl is um I'm out here, you feel me it is what it is, I'm regular regular right now, but you know what I'm gonna bounce back bigger and better, and I got high hopes for everything I just. Honestly, wasn't in the mental space to sit down and record. But you know what? Sis, back at it. I'm back on my level and I'm back in the right mindset to talk shit with y'all and to get shit popping. So uh, over this weekend, sadly to say, my Lakers did get knocked out of the playoffs. Round fucking one. I don't understand it. Injury prone ass Anthony Davis just did it for us. LeBron was fucking injured as well. I still feel like the last game was paid for. The shit sound crazy because, look, do you remember when athletes used to play on injuries and play their fucking heart out, right? These motherfuckers get a fucking paper cut and they're crying and shit. I mean, I will say... I'm not going through injuries, and I'm not playing this sport, so I'm talking shit right now, but I'm just saying, I've seen other athletes go through crazy injuries and still play on them, torn ACLs and all that shit. Shout out to the late, the great Kobe Bryant, but you know, like, I don't know, I'm just saying, I'm pissed off, my car's fucked up, my team lost in first round, so I just haven't been... In the right mental state it's been a lot of other things going on but you know what we back at it we moving forward Fuck it nothing i could do about it can't turn back the hands of time so all we can do is keep pushing forward and trying to get shit right remember when i spoke to you guys about trying to switch up the flow of everything that i'm doing well today i'm bringing a guest on and she's someone very important to me very awesome girl super hard working um an entrepreneur Located in Orlando, but I did want to go ahead and start introducing more of interview style podcasting into my podcast. This is not going to be every week, y'all. I'm still going to be talking shit and all that. But I did want to introduce more of like a get to know a guest with me, um, not only are they gonna be able to speak their mind just like always, but we're able to get a little down and dirty with exactly what they do, especially if my listeners, if you are interested in any field that they're in, you're able to kind of pick their brains a little more. I'm gonna give you contact information so that way you can go back and reach out to them for any details on this um, interview. And also, you can reach out to me. I'll get you in contact. I'll help you guys out as much as possible if this is something that you're interested in. No matter what I'm bringing someone on to interview, I will make sure I plug y'all in because you know what? You motherfucking fam, always. Today is going to be a little bit different than what we normally talk about. Um, I just wanted to fill y'all in and say thank you so much for listening and supporting. Shout out to everybody who's still buying merch. Um, One way that you guys can super support me is still going out and checking that merch. As always, I just want to say thank you guys so much for not going anywhere, still waiting for me through all the bullshit. And I'm telling you, I'm gonna get right back at it. Sometimes we bounce back, but you know what? We get through it. Uh, So yeah, so without further ado, we're gonna get started. I'm gonna introduce you to my guest of honor for today's episode, now that we are back in motherfucking action. And are we there? We're live? We're here. We're live. Hello, how are you? We in, beach. <laughs> we in this bitch. We in this bitch. We in this bitch. Uh, gonna get crunk. Eyebrows on fleek. The fuck? On fleek. The fuck? That used to be my shit. Honestly, I get obsessed with memes and I literally go overboard with them for real. For real, that's my shit. Right now, um, my favorite meme is that's
1: suspicious. Have you ever thought about the people that like? are the memes and how they feel once the meme is no longer, like, viral? Because I'm sure it's embarrassing at first, and then it's kind of like, damn, okay.
0: I don't know. You know I don't easily get embarrassed, so if a meme pops out about me, I probably would embrace it, like, hell yeah. Fuck, Um, um, everybody saying
1: my shit. What's what's the girl with the ponytail and the big forehead, looking back? That one killed
0: me. Oh, with the neck out? Yes, and then the one, um,
1: the guy with the high
0: trousers with the phone, Oh yeah, I mean honestly, he's hit for a couple times. I don't know what he does that people see pictures, of, but he's definitely hit for a couple different memes, and it's weird. Like, mm, I don't know. Like, where? You? How come they don't see me at the grocery store and take pictures of me? Cause I do funny shit. I yeah, what I be looking show. real
1: funny, but I'm okay with it not being broadcast.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I like. I like. Kind of, like entertaining i don't know if my goal in life is to be a meme but i think it would be somewhere on the list of bucket bucket list Unbucked. items yeah for sure definitely on like the comedic side of my bucket list not even just to like go viral
1: stuff. not even to just go viral but you want to be like a funny meme
0: yeah i don't know what would i go viral for you know me. What would I go viral for? For your podcast, for saying some. I mean, room. yeah, some funny shit, probably. Yeah. Nah, okay. All right, all right. I'll take that. I'll take some. That. Rude, you said some, some rude, rude
1: shit. Some funny, <laughs> some funny rude shit, like having a guest on there and it going left. That's what I feel like you'd go viral for. Like, damn, this bitch really said this.
0: Maybe honestly, we'll see, y'all. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings just too soon. You know, I'm sprinkling back on my regular. I done already did my rundown. I told them I was out for a couple weeks. For those of you who do not know, Susie is one of my close friends. Uh, definitely someone who I believe in her business. But one of my close you. friends. So. Ew, this
1: bitch just tried to downplay it. Don't do that.
0: <laughs> Best Don't. friends. Thank I won't you. say close friends. Best friends. She real picky with the shits. Oh, but um, you know I've been going through it. But we back at it. We rolling with it. And we sat down through this week and we watched a movie called Cruella. For the people who aren't up on their Disney Plus game, Cruella is, what is it, 101 Dalmatians? That's Mm -hmm. the real movie of what it is. But it's basically how they did the Joker instead of Batman. They did a movie about Joker and they kind of did like his background and why he is the way he is. Disney did a play on that, but with Cruella, which is the villain in 101 Dalmatians or whatever the fuck, the whole series of movies. And She in this movie, um, which I didn't even know that in 101 Dalmatians that she was a designer. I just knew she was rich as shit, but I didn't know what she did. Did you watch all of, did you watch like the the actual one with the actual
1: one with the people? Cartoons or like the people people? No, like the people, like the one with the people in it. Because that one is with her with, she's like a designer and she has a bunch of like dogs and she's trying to get her hands on like more Dalmatians after she sees them. But in that one, she's a designer and she makes like, fur out of the animals and she goes crazy so in the car sorry what
0: what (laughs) i started talking no so in the what in the cartoons, she i'm pretty sure she's a designer in the cartoons too but in the cartoons they focus more on the dog's life Mm -hmm. and how the dog you know what i mean like them trying to escape or whatever but they do touch on her wanting to kill them for fur But doesn't really explain why she hates the Dalmatians. It's kind of like she's obsessed with the pattern. That's what it seemed like to me. But also, I haven't seen these fucking movies for like five years now. I think the last time I watched. They definitely made it like she's obsessed
1: with the pattern in all of the movies except this one.
0: Okay, cool. I was like, I know I, for some reason, I knew it was something about her like just being obsessed with the pattern and she was killing dogs for that shit. But in this movie, she basically, it, tell, it it shows the good side of her. It shows, like, you know, what made her into the bitch that she became and why she started killing these dogs. Susie, would you say it's justified? No. I would say they definitely,
1: like, humanized her for sure however you know a bitch knocked out before the ending so I didn't see the (laughs) killing of the dogs yet I just saw her being like fuck this bitch I'm about to like get her dogs that killed my mom but I didn't see her like slaying animals like she damn you doing spoilers and shit oh I'm sorry. My bad, yeah. My
0: bad. Whoever don't have Disney Plus. (laughs) Do they know
1: how you are with movies, like that we can ruin a movie for each other and still be fully invested, or no?
0: I ruined, I ruined a whole set of movies for them a couple episodes ago, so they know I ruined movies like a bitch. But I can't help it. I don't mind getting movies ruined for me because if it sounds good, I'm still gonna watch it play out. If that makes sense, like I'm one of those type of people always. um, so Susie,
1: no And being like, okay, this is about to happen.
0: Right. So I think the meme you would get viral for definitely would be the cat falling asleep on the couch. <laughs> you guys ever seen the meme where the cat's like, oh, you, it's like, are you up? Me, I'm up. And the cat's slowly falling asleep as the movie's starting. That's Susie. She falls asleep on all the shit. She never sees it to the end. I fall asleep on movies, but this bitch falls asleep, falls asleep. She falls asleep <laughs> when the credits stop.
1: But what's so crazy is honestly, I think it's like the weed one. And then also <laughs> it's when sweet. it's a scary movie, I like stay awake, but I'm dead ass. Like, please don't fall asleep because I can't watch this movie by myself. But I'd be ready to let you do it on your own. But
0: it's I do really the sneak technique. It. I try to sneak and fall asleep. I put my, my blanket up just enough to where it looks <laughs> like I'm squinting or my eyes are closed. And then, boom, I'm sleeping. You just don't know it. Oh and when God. you're talking to me, I'll just be like, mm-hmm, yeah. Oh,
1: my gosh, same. Once, once my arm is up and my glasses are kind of covered from, like, your view, it's done. I'm over.
0: Yeah, so. bitch, I'm asleep. Fuck you, you talking about? you? Keep, wake me up if you want to. That's it. We watching the movie? Okay. Tell me what happens later. I'm going to just make up the ending or Google the shit if you're asking but um, the reason the reason why I wanted to bring you on specifically is because we watched this movie Cruella together. And it was so much surrounded around fashion and separating yourself from everyone else. Uh, Cruella played, at, well, what was her real name? Cindy? Was it Cindy? Damn, bro, I forgot. Cindy, the TV is leaking. No, <laughs> what, what was her name? It was not Cindy. <laughs> It wasn't Cruella. What's another Cynthia? I don't Fuck. Her oh, name no, was something. Her name was something, and it ended up being Cruella. But it was oh, a different. It, it sounded like Cruella, but it was it was
1: something that was just like Cruella. She Why? just put a C on it. it no, she so-
0: just. I think she did a crew on it instead of a C. That's what I'm saying. It was already Ella. I just don't know what it was. Hold on. Mm. It was something come back to us. Let us know what the fuck it is. But anyway, her nickname ended up being Cruella. That was like her designer name, but her real name was something else. And she played like a double life essentially, but she apprenticed, she was an apprentice under like one of the top designers who was a little evil bitch, but she was apprentice under her. And what she did was kind of set herself apart from the rest and showed this lady in little ways, like how she was such an amazing designer and her thought process was somewhere different. And a lot of times when I see your sketches, when we go over your sketches, that's what I'm always thinking. I'm like, God damn, like, I haven't seen this before. This is a new design. Make that shit happen. Blow Orlando up and let shit rock. So I figured you were gonna be a really good guest to, to pick your brain on the topic of fashion, especially because we were able to watch that movie together. And I just wanted to see how did you get into fashion and what really like keeps you going? Wow, that's actually
1: a really big compliment. So thank you. I didn't know when you were looking at my sketchbook that you had these private
0: thoughts. So no, like, I don't always tell you all the nice things, I think. Um, real fast. Her name was Estella. Okay, so not anywhere near. So she did throw the C on there. Yeah.
1: So um, but anyways, I've always really liked fashion. When I was younger, I really liked fashion. I liked, It's going to sound really stupid. I don't even know if you guys remember, but there was a store called like Limited Two. And they I have, think like, I remember. Is that Aeropostale? Outfits? No, it was like the it was like the Aeropostale Hollister for like the kids back in the day. Okay. But they had like really nice stuff, and I remember I used to go in there and like get really excited. And anytime I would get a new outfit, I literally would like be excited to wake up early and like get ready to go to school to show it off. And it's like I could never, I could never ever buy something and not wear it the next day. Like I literally had to wear it the next day to show it off. So, I think I've always really been into fashion but what got me into designing specifically oh wait listen cute ass story
0: when I was probably
1: (laughs) like six like five or six I don't even know how I got hold of like a needle and thread I don't know how who taught me I think I just saw it on tv or something but I made a pillow a silk out of like a silk pillowcase I made um a little miniature like little purse pouch for my grandma she literally still has it to this day so it's crazy because I really do think that things that you like as a kid do circle back around. If you're fortunate enough to be able to figure out what that is and, like, live in that passion, I think that it really is something that is, like, kind of always in you. You just got to find your way back to it. But um, so anyways, I started doing workout apparel because you remember I was really into working out. And I was ordering shit from China and, like... <laughs>
0: Wholesaling it, okay,
1: wholesale gang, baby. We wholesale gang, baby. Right. So I was doing that, and then um, I started wanting to like you know branch out and do other stuff. So I started doing swimsuits. My swimsuits came in, and they were selling really well. So if anyone ends up wanting to do wholesale, I do think it's a good idea. um, If you're just trying to like make some you know quick cash or whatever, but I was getting the stuff, and some of it wasn't fitting right. That was one thing that bothered me, like it would look really good on the models online and then I would get it and it just would look like trash. And it's like, well, I'm kind of paying like $12 for this. So I don't know what I'm expecting it, you know what I'm saying, to look like. But I started feeling like I was scamming my customers by like getting something for a low price that wasn't good quality and then wanting to, you know, make profit on it. So I'm doubling the price and I just, I just didn't really like it. And then on top of that, I'm seeing my same things that I'm trying to have on my my, my site as a small Business owner, on like Fashion Nova and like pretty little thing. And it's like, I'm definitely going to buy it from them before I buy it from you. And it's at a better price. So I had to figure out like, damn, this shit looks kind of like, I can figure out how to do this, you know? So I just took apart swimsuits and just learned how to do it myself. And it's honestly the best thing that I've ever done. But that's how I got into it. Just wanting to have better quality for my customers. And I already could kind of sketch a little bit. So that helped.
0: You know, fun fact: When I was a kid, this is not something that would circle back, but I think it it gave me a like a sense for what looks good. I used to sketch bikinis um, when I was in like middle school. Trust me, they weren't that cute; they were very basic. You know, I did the little uh, bows as the sides because that's all I had in me, and it was very quick. Uh, but one time my notebook got stolen on the bus and this boy showed everybody my little fake designs, and it really embarrassed me. And I never looked back, but I always thought that that was funny. I meant to tell you this story a long time ago. Yeah. He
1: freaking jaded you. motherfucker,
0: Fucking asshole. But it's okay. My brother beat him up after that and it was all good. And I, and you know, I don't think fashion was it for me, but you know what I was passionate about as a kid and it circled back? Karaoke. And you know how talking. I am on the motherfucking mic. I'm, I'm sick with it, okay? Nobody can beat me in
1: karaoke. And nobody can beat her in karaoke. It's so annoying. And don't be around this bitch <laughs> and not know the words to a song because she will fucking
0: call you out. <laughs> I'll call you out because I'm, I, I rap and I sing, okay? I'm on that karaoke. My voice ain't the best, but y'all gonna listen. And I'm gonna spit that shit. So just know, don't ever try to battle me in karaoke because, bitch, I got songs for motherfucking days.
1: For days. Um, <laughs> you're friends with her she's going to drag you to a karaoke bar play something like you're gonna have some even if it's in her fucking house playing like old school songs like on youtube but you're gonna have a karaoke night with her if you are cool with her just mark my words
0: definitely if, if you're invited to my house you you will have karaoke nights with me or if you can, we'll go somewhere if you the pleasure the honor you know <laughs> um so You got into fashion and you actually started creating your designs from scratch. Uh, What were your biggest inspirations getting into the industry um, and in your current business? What do you still, who or what do you find that inspires you the most?
1: Okay, so honestly,
0: you know the designer sell. I don't even
1: really, it's crazy because I really fucked with her shit at first and I still do. I still like her, but um, she doesn't really drop stuff the way that she used to drop stuff. But she, like seeing her making her own stuff and like kind of being in new york and getting her own showroom and everything that was really inspiring and i was like i i like that that's what i want to do and then there's another brand and still to this day this bitch is so creative like i want to just pick her brain for days like i just want to take her on a vacation and just pick her brain because she comes out with the craziest shit um but the tl the tl z tesla
0: tesla I don't Kesley. know. When she I don't know how to pronounce it either, when but she's, she's fire.
1: When she said it, she said it in an interview, but she pronounced it as just TLZ LaFemme. So that's I'm not sure if it's supposed to be like a word or what, but she's fire. Her shit is just creative. She continues to drop new shit and it's so different. So I like aspire to be that. I don't wanna have her exact style or anything, but I love that she's in her own lane. And I don't see her dropping shit that other people drop, which kind of is like I don't, I think she works with like a team. So that's something that I want to do eventually. So right now it's just me creating my own designs and figuring out how to do what I want to do and, you know, playing with stuff in my head. But eventually I want to be able to just have a look, write it down, and have a team create it. You know what I'm saying? Right now it's just Mm -hmm. me. But like seeing her do that is, amazing and then the step designs girl I like her design she's in New York and she has a showroom and she's like a Spanish I think she's Puerto Rican actually boom but she's um she has her own little like showroom or shop and she's just by herself and she has her team but she still is very hands-on so I really like that um she has like very much like club look stuff like that but Um, I don't have like a favorite designer, I just have certain women that I've seen like to design and I like their journeys. And so that's inspiring.
0: I think um, you definitely have somewhere near like their flow of, you know, with Sel. She experiments with night attire, evening gowns, and also like in swimwear. And I think you also have that edgy look with your different types of patterns with uh, TLZ, LaFemme. I don't want to say her name wrong. But you know what? We love you, girl. We love you. Um, we love you. for sure. we definitely do. Um, I love the u- unique like style that she has. So when you're creating your clothes and you're you're putting your designs, what's going through your head? Like what's making you sit down and create the designs? Like is it things that you see along the way? Is it vacation spots? Is it seasons of the year?
1: So, you know, I'm really big on prints. Like, I don't know what Mm -hmm. it is about prints, but I just really love prints. So I will see a print and it's just, I'll just think about different designs that I can do with it in my head that will make it look good. Like, I don't know. It's just, but there's been times where I've literally shown you a print and you've been like, no, Susie, don't get this. And I'm like, just wait. And then you're like, damn, that looks good. You know what I mean? Like but the butterfly print? Like the, the pink yes, butterfly? <laughs> yes. You and Kara both told me, like, don't get that. That looks like a granny print. And I'm like, just wait on it. And it literally sold out in, like, two days. So I don't know. I just can see things in my head, like, I won't have anything to wear. And I'll just be in the shower, like, damn, what can I put together? And then I come and, like, damn, this looks good with this. I don't know. I think I'm just good with putting things with putting things together. But I have started recently um, doing like mood boards it's, I can't believe I just started doing this but um <laughs> just from like my favorite designers and just screenshotting like their designs that I really like and just getting inspiration from them but never copying their shit just you know keeping up with trends and little shit like that I would say that how do good. you
0: how would you go about doing that like how do you keep yourself ahead of the curve how do you create these unique designs because in the city that we live in Uh, A lot of you that are listening, some of you are from Orlando, some of you are from different areas, but there are a lot of um, up and coming designers um, in our city. And I like to say that Susie's one of the best designers. I could be being biased, but at the same time, I do see a lot of unique designs with things that you're throwing in that I don't see with a lot of people. But I know that me and you have had conversations like, damn, things that you've literally had in your sketchbook for months people will randomly drop something similar um, because you guys have that like close, like fashion mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, How do you, how do you set yourself apart? Like if you see somebody with the style that you thought of, how do you go about making it different and releasing it and kind of making it unique to your brand? Um, I think one of my biggest thing is making
1: sure that I don't have something that someone else has. Like, that's my thing. So if I see another brand that has something and I like the style of it, there's no way in hell I'm going to make that exact same thing. So don't come to me asking me to make that exact same thing because I'm going to tell you to go to that designer or that brand and order it from them. And so I think that really standing on that makes it to where I have no choice but to change the design to something that I like. And I think that I'm pretty creative and I have good taste. So it's nothing for me to tweak a design. Like, those, the pants from the brand we were just talking about, the TL TLZ Lefemme mm-hmm. those pants that they have are so fire. I liked them, but I didn't want to do the exact same thing. So, then I came out with the um, Vineyard Collection, with the leather pants, with the lacing on the side, and the different seams, and the different cuts on it, and those pants have made me so much money. You know what I'm saying? That's my own design. Mm-hmm. Granted, they take me 9 to 12 hours to finish the complete set, so itched a lot for me so when I have a team that would be better but that's how you know what I'm saying like I really liked those pants and I wanted something similar but there was no way I was going to copy it and my brand and my design sold just as just as well but I have had people ask me to make those pants and I have been like you have to go to them are they sold out and they're like no I just want to come to you so then I well then I have this other design for you you know what I'm saying but I think that's how you know and you gotta stay, you gotta stay, like, I can't be doing the same shit Fashion Nova, and all these other brands do, because they're cheaper than me, so I have to be doing shit that they don't do, I have to make sure, like, my designs are unique, and having prints also helps with
0: that. So, would you say, um, with, like, Fashion Nova and everything, what would you say, like, they're, I think they're wholesale, are they wholesale, or they have designers?
1: They have an in-house designer, and They used to be wholesale, but now they have an in-house designer because they be copying everybody's designs.
0: (laughs) Okay. So you want to set yourself apart from something like that. Like you want to make sure your designs are only Avedon. Do you have any other, uh, like, are you women, men? Tell the people.
1: So Avedon is like catered to women, of course, and it's nighttime apparel. It's going out, going to brunch. Um, I started to get into, like, more gown attire for custom orders, so that's there. But then I also have Boyajan Label, which, so Non is after my mom and my grandpa. He's Armenian, and his name is Avdis, so that's where Ave comes from, and then my mom's name is Don, and so we just tweaked that. And then Boyajan Label is my last name, Boyajan. and that is, like, streetwear, custom camo jackets, denim jackets, so that's very unisex and I'm going to get into doing like reworked pieces so if you have like your dad's old vintage college hoodie or something and you want to like turn that into like a crop top and sweatpants or something like that I want to get into doing that um which will cater to guys and girls um opposed to just like women with my Avedon but Avedon is definitely going to stay for women
0: for the women by the women (laughs) For the women, by the women, we want to make sure you hoes look right all time. at all times. At all times. For bitches. We're not out here getting cute
1: for dudes. So it's like, who cares if your man likes it as long as your homegirl does? Because that's really what we out here <laughs> for. Like, I get cute to get compliments from... Honestly, when I'm going out with Nisa, I'm like, this outfit about to shit. She's going to be like, bitch, that's cute. <laughs> and when she doesn't,
0: I'm like, you like my outfit? Because <laughs> you didn't say it. We compliment to each other's outfits fairly often. And I mm-hmm. think that out of all of my friends, I always tell you like, thank the fucking Lord, I made you one of my best friends because I know when I step, you gonna motherfucking step with me. Yes. I don't like yes. I don't like half-stepping with people. There's a lot of, you ever heard of like a group of people who like, a, there's always a girl in a group that wants to outshine the rest of the group so they don't put them on to new fashion stuff. They don't try to put them on to looking cute or whatever. I'm not that friend and Susie not that friend. I'm going to tell you if the shit don't look good and we got to switch it up and you got to put something else on. And we tell each other and I take her criticism fairly well <laughs> because I will change or I'll try to think of a backup outfit if she doesn't like it. But I think it's important to be a woman's woman, especially when it comes in the fashion because it people sometimes put on shit that don't look good or fit for their body type. So this is... A touchy subject, and I didn't note this in here because I wanted to throw it at you. What <laughs> do you tell people when they order the wrong size? Cause you know, know. motherfuckers know. are out here know. buying smalls and
1: they need a large.
0: So I what don't do you know do?
1: What to tell them? I don't know what to tell them, but I do want to say a PSA just for everybody. And this is no shade, no nothing. I'm literally I'm saying this to my best of like just With no bad intention. There's no way. Fuck it.
0: You're on my pod. You know, we explicit. Bro, stop buying shit that does not
1: fit you. Stop it. If you wear a size, six shoe or an eight shoe and you go and you buy a size six your toes are going to be cramped and you're going to be uncomfortable so if you come to me and you want to be a fucking small but you're a large and I make you a small and then you go and you put the small (laughs) on it and your mind doesn't fit you right my G it's because you are a fucking large or a medium there's a size chart know your fucking size and that's the problem y'all go to these cheap ass brands and y'all can get fucking sizes that are too small and then y'all wear them and y'all are mad that they get into the washer and they're all fucked up but it's like if you're spending and I appreciate every single person that spends any amount of money with me but it just bothers me when y'all buy some shit that's not your size and it looks bad and I'm not gonna repost it because the shit looks bad so (laughs) get your right size like and there's no harm if you're a large or if you're a medium and if you're A small, don't go, like, I don't know, if you're a medium, don't go and getting an extra small. Like, if you're a small, don't go and get, you know, whatever. If you want your shit to fit loose or tight, cool. But I prefer it not to fit, like, too tight when you're getting my stuff because it's already made to fit how it's supposed to fit. So if y'all get shit and it's too small, it's just like, what are you doing? It's not even just me. It's stores in general. Like, I will go to, like, Zara or... Urban Outfitters, and I'll be like, "Where the fuck are all the extra smalls or the smalls?" Like right now, I would say I'm a solid small, not even an extra small. So when I go shop somewhere, I'm not buying an extra small; I'm buying a small. If I lose weight, I'll go and I'll buy an extra small. Like my weight fluctuates, and I know that, so I'll have different sizes and different stuff because I know what fits me good at that time. So I just don't understand why people buy sizes that are not their size and then y'all wear them and y'all feel comfortable wearing them and it doesn't look good. Or your mask- it's crazy. Or you're mad that it doesn't fit you the way that it fits the models, and it's because they're sized properly. So it, it just sucks because it's like, damn, they just spent money with you. And I personally don't like the way this fits you, but I don't know how to tell you. So I don't know, but let's just not do that anymore.
0: I think that it's a psychological thing. Like I, I had this conversation with you. Like I don't mind being a medium. I'm a. True, what I tell people is I'm a true fucking medium, so I'm gonna stick to that. When people try to tell me I'm a small. I honestly have to see it to believe it. And I will order a medium to the death of me. The last few medium items I've ordered, and you know, I've been on this weight loss, you know, off and on journey. I've needed a small, but I'm gonna take Mm -hmm. the fucking medium and ask you to tailor the shit to fit me or whatever, because I feel comfortable in the medium because I know it's always gonna be a solid fit. I don't know if the small is gonna be a solid fit, but there are some things that I end up needing a small in, but I don't know because I size up. Now, if I was a true large and I wanted to go down to like a medium or something, because it's a psychological thing, I think, ladies, we have to get out of the, oh, SML type of outlook on what our size is and get what the right fucking size is. Because if you are a large and you put on a large, you're going to look great. If you're a large and you put on a motherfucking medium, your ass going to look like the Pillsbury Doughboy, like you're going to look huge. It's going to make you look bigger it's not gonna make you look slim thick it's not gonna do nothing for you but make you look bigger
1: but like what's also really crazy is i don't know i'm just i don't i don't get it like (laughs) you're flabbergasted i can't believe these bitches is ordering the extra maybe maybe i know it's like a psychological thing but maybe it's like i don't know i know body dysmorphia is like a real thing and I know society makes it, like, small or extra small, maybe better. But they are literally – you told me this. There are girls that have ordered stuff for me, and they're like, oh, no, I'm a small. And I'll think that they're extra small because I'm an, I am was I may have been, like, an extra small at the time. And I'm like, there's no way that they are bigger than me or they want a medium. And I'm like, there's no way. And you've been like, Susie, you're squishy. Like, you don't have – like, <laughs> it's, easy, it's easier for shit to get on you. And I'm like, damn, you know what? She's smaller than me, but she does have more hips than me, like – she does have bigger boobs, so her so her upper body is going to be bigger. So, like, just because you have a bigger size does not mean that you are big. It just means that you're in those proportions. That's what you need to be, and that is completely fine. Like, there are girls that are mediums that are in way better shape than me, and I'm like, what the fuck? How are they a medium? But it's because their ass is bigger, their hips are wider, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's it's just about the proportions. That's literally all it is, but there's nothing wrong with it. So I really do think it's society making people think that like you need to be an extra small or a small to be like desirable, but no boo, you just need to have the right fitting clothes to be desirable.
0: And also don't you offer besides you know, small, medium, large on all of your items, don't you offer a custom apparel that you can literally get their exact waist size, their exact bust size and make that shit rock for them? yes I can
1: and so that's the sad thing is when I know we're not talking about failures or anything but I just fucked up an order and it really like discouraged me because I had her measurements it was for a maternity thing like a baby shower but I've never made something like that and the bitch like it was cute had it been for like a regular like body but fucked up this girl's order so bad and I was like what the fuck like and everyone's like well it's probably her fault she gave you the wrong measurements nope I took the measurements myself like ugh, it sucks. So anyways, if you guys are in fashion, there's lots of fuck-ups people don't talk about, but it happens a lot.
0: I I think not only just in fashion, just in entrepreneurship and in business in general, you're gonna fuck up. There's gonna be times where it's like that, but what we can salvage is if you get a regular top and bottom and you're not pregnant and you know what you are, she can also... Cater to the size of your waist and all that good shit. Mm-hmm. So you won't have the problem of having to be specifically small, medium, or large. You can literally get your outfit exactly to your measurements of um, what you need for your body type and what's going to make you look the best. Not just, okay. oh, it's a small, so whatever. It's not even going to have the size on it because it's going to be unique to you and it'll have the Ave you know, uh, label on it. And you won't even have to worry about sizes, baby girl. He's going, right. It's going to be for you, your size. That's what size it is. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of, you know, trial and error in business, where do you see your company in five years? Like, what is your five-year goal within your company? So I know I want to have a showroom. I want to have
1: a showroom with a bunch of different styles in there. I want it to be a place where people can come and get fitted for their order, their custom orders. Um I see myself being like a six-figure bitch with my, right? With you know, I want to have a location here, but I don't. I don't know if I want to have a showroom somewhere else and having someone run that. But you know, there's no limits to what I want to do. Like, I see myself having bags, having a shoe line. Like, I like all that shit. So that's what I want to do. It's gonna be an Armenian and Black owned fashion line and it's going to be fucking global whether it happens in five years or 10 but it's definitely going to happen so hopefully in five
0: but that's so within within your five-year mark do you plan to expand your men's line or I guess I would say unisex because it's not just men because I have some um items from that line but with and label um and not just Avedon are you planning to expand out larger, have a whole team just work on like men's custom or, you know, unisex custom designs with the uh, reworked pieces of um, fashion and also with the camo jackets and all the customizable things, as well as like your evening and um, swimwear.
1: Yes. I definitely want to expand boyage and label. Um, I need a team for it though, because there's just so many like, intricate details that go into creating the jackets and it it is very costly. Um, So I definitely would need a team to help me with that. And I just get so overwhelmed with my Avedon orders with the voyage and stuff. So I'm trying to juggle both. So eventually, you know, you can't do anything by yourself. So eventually to be successful, I have to branch out and get a team. Um, But I do want to continue to further that. And I want that to be something that, again, is global. It's something that's everywhere. And you know that you can go to Voyage and Label to get something customized. You can, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just want it to be something that really is just very unique within itself. And that's what people appreciate about it.
0: I think that's key. Something that you touched on was that eventually you everyone needs a team.
1: Mm-hmm. You don't
0: only just make things happen for yourself. And, and that's something I strongly believe on right now. Me and you are both working women. We do everything from start to finish with our companies by ourselves. But, you know, eventually branch out and and gather a team together, because it takes an army, it really does. And that's Mm -hmm. not only just for children, that applies to your business, which is your baby as well. Uh, So when you're looking to expand and and get a team, um, what are you looking for? Like, are there opportunities for people that may be listening right now that can kind of apply to work with you or even work do you do something like apprentice
1: work? So I know within like the next year, I really want to have, I really want to hire at least two seamstresses. Um, it's a goal of mine to be able to like employ other people. You know what I'm saying? Especially women. Um, so hire on two seamstresses. That's really what I want to do. I would need someone to help me with that. And then I need an assistant cause the bitch is getting busy. So eventually <laughs> an assistant, um, I need an accountant. I need someone to help me manage my funds. And you know, I'm very picky about this because you just have to really trust people with your shit and it's my business. So it's like, you know, that's something that I need to do. And then eventually I want to get a showroom. So I would need someone to run that. So there's lots of opportunity for me to employ people and have people on my team. I know the things that I need to delegate. It's just a matter of delegating them. You know what I mean? But um, yeah. eventually I will add on to my team right now. My team is just me
0: and you, baby girl.
1: <laughs> it's
0: me and her. I'm her little <laughs> sidekick when it comes to trying to market her brand out. But it has got to it's going it's to be more than just us, baby the right. whole team um, so if there are people out there looking for internship opportunities would you be willing and open to that
1: yes I would I'm just like I said very picky so I'd have to meet them and just, I'm just I am just have to learn how to be more trusting with my business but it's my baby like you said it's like when you have a kid and you know she's one or two when you're like trying to drop her off to daycare or find a babysitter for her you're like I just don't fucking know if I trust you with my child so I'm I'm trying. You and Tammy keep telling me to get an assistant or find mm-hmm. an intern. So I'm I'm gonna do it eventually. But yes, oh, so if you're interested in working in fashion and you wanna work with a local designer, you wanna get some tips some tips and tricks, you want a school credit. I did an internship for a school credit, so that was cool. Actually, I didn't even go to it and she still signed my stuff. So <laughs> I might just do that. Cool. Just kidding. But um yeah, hit me up. Um my email is hello dot avedon
0: at gmail.com or slide in my dms and we can chat we can work and we'll plug all that in um before you finish up the interview but okay if you were let's say all right i spoke on orlando fashion designers and i did um, note that there are a lot out here are there any that you are looking to work with any other designers that i want to work Mm -hmm. with in the near future Um, can we get some
1: tea honestly no that's crazy I don't have anybody that I want to work with in the future at all that's really crazy to think about there's nobody that like I'm not starstruck about anybody I'm not designer struck if that makes sense like there's designers that I fuck with and I like but there's no designer I specifically want to work with um damn what I need to do is come up with you know I'm really big into manifesting Mm -hmm. I need to come up with a list of celebrities that I want to have
0: Albedon pieces on. Okay, so you'd like to uh, collab more with like celebrities wearing your items versus other designers?
1: Definitely. I'm just not a team player. It's so weird. (laughs) Um, So yeah, there's, I would love to have certain placements. Um, So corny, but like, I would love to have a placement with Kim Kardashian because that's... No, for sure. That's
0: not corny. That's smart. I know.
1: It's like, why with Kim K? But it's like, I love her. Her and Kylie, honestly. I wouldn't mind having a Beyonce. You think that I'm reaching too far, but I always tell you don't. Like, there's no limit. So, like, having Beyonce in my shit, fire. Um... I don't really know who else I need to come up with a list of people because there's a lot of celebrities that I like and I'm fond of. I just can't think of too many at the top of my mind. But I definitely need to come up with, like, a list of, like, five to ten designers that I want to have placements with and manifest that shit.
0: You know who I actually would think look really great in your designs would be Karuchi. I think Karuchi, uh-huh. someone like Cassie, like, someone with that, like, edgy but cool – um, look to them would look really good in your designs because that's kind of what it what kind of um, I guess genre or it's... you know customer base that mm-hmm. I think that you fit is that like edgy but cute and sexy
1: I love Cruci. I would love to see her in one of my designs
0: what are your, I know you're dropping a collection pretty shortly. Obviously, I know the ins and outs of that, but the people listening don't. So when you're creating new collections, um, when do you, do you kind of do a sneak peek? Or yeah, I will throw drop, it out there?
1: I'll drop teasers. I've learned just for anyone that's listening that is into, you know, online sales or anything like that. I've learned that giving sneak peeks of your items and teasers before you drop them is the biggest thing. To give a date. Oh man, to give a date will really like put the icing on the cake and you just keep pushing the date out with snippets of your product. Unfortunately, I am really bad with time management and that's something <laughs> i can help with. So I don't like to set a date because I may not stick to the date and that really sucks. And that says a lot about myself, but I do like to put out teasers and snippets of the stuff that I'm going to do. I like to show the behind the scenes and then once it's up on the site, I drop it, y'all go do your thing. And then um, I will sell it until the collection is gone, or until I can't get the fabric anymore, or until I'm just over it. But usually, it's it sells out, which is a blessing.
0: Period. He sell it right.
1: Oh. Me and me
0: you sprinkle. You razzle dazzled a little bit of things that you struggle with, which includes time management. And I will second that. But what are some other major struggles? Do you think that you've overcome as a designer,
1: Nisa? Nisa, I think I have a time disorder. <laughs> I'm not even- <laughs>
0: that's the thing. We're not talking about things you battle with right now. Okay, let's get out of the demons you're fighting. But what is what is something major that you've actually like overcome within your time as a designer? What do you mean? Like, I
1: mean, I fucked up orders before and I learned from fucking <laughs> up orders. I, I guess know. I yeah.
0: I would say like taking, for example, taking a design off paper and putting it out there for real. Sometimes people are scared, like with me, there's a lot of ideas that I have for this podcast, like my merch, for example, you know, like I know, it took me a while to actually release anything because I didn't want to, I was scared people weren't gonna buy it. I was like, fuck, is this a cute design? I ran it past you like a million times. Oh, Oh. should the middle finger go this way, should it go that way, whatever, because I didn't want to release it because I was in my head too much. So I'm saying, what, put you, what have you had in your head that you kind of put yourself out?
1: Nothing. Everything that I put onto my sketchbook, the only reason why I don't sew it and design it and construct it is because I'm lazy and my time management sucks. Literally, that's it. It's like the, my biggest error in life with my business and everything is procrastinating and time management. And I think that that comes from being lazy and I'm just going to call it a disorder because (laughs) it literally makes no sense. But I don't ever have a problem making something and unless I don't know how to construct it and I have to figure it out, I don't ever have a problem trying to post something because there's been plenty of things And listen, you gotta fake it till you make it. There's been plenty of things that I've posted and it didn't sell. But I still posted that bitch like it did. And it didn't. You know what I'm saying? And that's fine Mm because everyone's not gonna fuck with what you do, but they are gonna fuck with some of what you do. And that's what matters. So I've never had a problem trying to put a design out there. I've had shit that hasn't sold and I've had shit that continues to sell. You know what I'm saying? So that's
0: never been an issue for me. Have you ever been like, have you ever had to get over being discouraged? Like, let's say, a design you really loved of course you loved it because you created it and you put it out but it just doesn't sell and it, it puts you in any type of like funk like you know how writers have writer's block do you ever mm-hmm. get something like designer block
1: oh my gosh all the time and the crazy thing is I really think so when people have writers block, they usually need to get into like a different space like a different ambiance something right that mm-hmm. ass. whenever I'm having like a brain fart when it comes to designing and I just can't get a design out. I think it's just because I'm stressed out and I'm going through shit in my personal life or I'm I have too many orders that I'm backed up on or I'm just I don't know. But it's usually when I'm not in the best headspace. So I'll need to like smoke a blunt, take a shot, something and just get into this better space and just focus on creating. Like I enjoy designing. I enjoy thinking of something, putting it on a sketchbook and then thinking of how I'm going to construct something. Like it literally, I love it. It's like an orgasm in my brain.
0: I wish that your passion for that would be the same for you being on time when I do anything with you. I know, me too. I will not kid, I kid you guys not. One time I picked this girl up to go to the pool and I sat outside her fucking house for 30 minutes.
1: You've sat outside my house for plenty of times. And I'm gonna tell yes. y'all, when I get into the car, I have to brush it off like it's not a big deal. But this bitch literally it is like the tension is so and it's it's usually bad for about five to fifteen minutes, depending on if I decide to like break the never ice fifteen. Loose. No. Sometimes okay, never fifteen. Five to like twelve. But it has to been 10. like over. No, it's been over 10 before, I'm sure. There's no way. But listen, it's so bad. She doesn't say anything. She just, I'll get in the car, and she's either looking at the front steering wheel, looking at her phone, or looking directly at the door waiting for me to come in. She doesn't say a word. If I say something, she doesn't say anything. She just gets in the car and drives, and it's the silence that is- just... I
0: have to be silent because my mouth is a knife.
1: It's And the crazy thing is, I being me, I don't know why I do this, and this is the toxic in me. I will dead ass, like, let her say something and then I will get combative. And it's like, bitch, you had me out here waiting for an hour and you're gonna have the audacity to get an attitude with me so I don't get an attitude with you. And I'm like, why do I do this? I'm sorry. Let me out this fucking car right now then. Take me home then, Nisa. All right, bitch, I'm taking you home.
0: Yeah, very much so. That's a day in the life of me and her going anywhere is that. So I've chosen to try to stay silent, but sometimes silence is louder than words. I've so, tried to you tell know.
1: myself that me being late is literally disrespecting people's time.
0: Like, I've tried it to tell is.
1: myself that. And it's still, I'm still late.
0: I know. but And it I'm is. not
1: disrespectful. I know I'm really trying. That's why I went from saying that maybe I'm just disrespecting people's time to, like, maybe it's an actual time disorder. Because I don't really realize when an hour goes by. And you know this. We've talked about this. Like, I'll say five minutes. And I really think in my mind it's five minutes. And I'm not
0: just saying it. But it'll turn out to be 30 minutes.
1: And you're like, you know you said five minutes, right? And I'm like, that, that was longer than five minutes.
0: We're going to do time exercises to where I'm like, okay, you have three minutes to do this, and then I'll call you back in three minutes, and we'll see how far you get, and we'll, we're going to try to time that out because, yeah, it's okay. It's things you learn. The best part about realizing your faults in anything in your business or in life or whatever the fuck you're dealing with is that you realize it. The first thing, to fix anything is realization. So you can't really fix anything until you know that something is wrong. So I think it's it's very big of you, my girl, to realize that you have no sense of time. I know. We're going to fix that shit, and it's going to be fine. We're going to get you a team, and everything's going to be good. Um, but the interview is coming down to a close. sad to say, you guys, we are almost there. I did have one last question I wanted to ask you, Susie and this is something sweet and we're going to take it back all the way motherfucking back if you had something that you could tell your younger self from something you knew now to what you knew then about your career and your passion what would you tell your younger self
1: oh man just just be true to yourself literally just be true to yourself like you will like just follow your heart the things that mean something to you and just don't be scared literally from like just anything that you do in life regardless just follow your passion because you can make money off of it anything that you really enjoy and you really like you can make money off of it you just have to learn how but if there's a will there's
0: a way so that's what I would tell myself I think that is great note to end on well Susie plug in your social media again for the people how can they get in contact with you how can they buy your designs all that good shit
1: all that good shit. So y'all follow me, DM me, email me. My Instagram is Susie Boyajian, S-U-Z-I-E-B-O-Y-A-J-I-A-N. And then my label is Avedon label. That's A-V-E-D-O-N. And then Boyajan label is B-O-Y-A-J-I-A-N label. And then, yeah, y'all can, oh, and I do custom orders. So if y'all want a custom order, y'all are going somewhere, you have a wedding, you have an event, definitely hit me up and we can make sure you look right and don't have no fashion nova. Period.
0: Fashionova,
1: will Ave Done better.
0: You feel me? Get out that sheen and fashion over and get in some Ave. But that is all y'all. I will be back next week, I promise. But until then. Like always, go check out the merch on you.com. Go listen to all the motherfucking episodes that you might have missed. And I'll be on Instagram.
1: Wait, before you end this shit, let me tell you something. Hmm. Do you know what I've been drinking right now? My coffee. But do you know I've been drinking out of my Sorry If I Offend You coffee cup? And this shit cute as hell. So It's cute
0: as hell. You feel me? For all of your needs. We got coffee mugs. We got bags. We got baby clothes coming out, actually, y'all. And there's hoodies and t-shirts and it's unique designs and as always you guys can still order customs of absolutely anything i just did a bathing suit the other day so hit me up hit her up